man. Fuck it. <laughs> Belize sirens in the background as soon as I start it. <laughs> Welcome to the Us All Podcast, episode four of season two. Um, I did my last episode. Uh, I did my last episode that I put out with Moses. And then literally the day after, I did an episode with uh, Jace. And um, I didn't put it out. For a number of reasons, the main reason was I just wasn't really feeling it. It was kind of off. It wasn't really, it just wasn't in the cards for that day. So, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's nighttime and, uh, we got, we got a a few drinks with us and it's, it's me and Cozy J back in the fucking, back in the lab. Back ready to reiterate episode four. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Cause that was, that was just depressing. Yeah, I mean there of, were in there terms were, of our other of our other there were there were a few moments, but other than that, you know, at the end of the day, I was like, I only want I only put out shit that I think like is popping, popping. I don't just do an episode to do an episode. I need to like be in the mood. I need to be feeling it. I need to be like having topics ready to just fucking throw at you and see what you think. Absolutely. But uh, but yeah, it's a fucking. Tell we want to tell the audience what we're what we're sipping. Not really. Okay. <laughs> and you know why? So we got proper twelve with us, which if you don't know, you will know because proper twelve is Conor McGregor's whiskey brand that he has been blasting and uh, all that stuff for so long. Yeah. And for a long time, I was wrapped up in the clout, and then I realized that this shit is actually not really that good. Um. It was good while it lasted. It was good while it lasted. Yeah. It was good. It was good for, you know, Connor to come out with something that wasn't fucking him talking shit to somebody who beat his ass later on. Yeah. But now, 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 I'm not drinking because I'm not of age yet, and I'm not trying to catch a fucking case, and <laughs> and also, uh, I don't really drink that much no more. But uh, Jace is feeling pretty tight. Well, not even. Yeah, you just you know you're ready to do a podcast. You just everybody needs something. It's like a talk show. Yeah, absolutely. So that's what I love. That's what I love about talking, especially just doing these podcasts. Is that just as much as it's a gateway for you, it's a gateway for me too. I can fucking tell you all the bullshit that's been going on and all that stuff, and just kind of lay it out, brother to brother, and yeah. to any audience members either. Yeah. So that's always good. What's been going on with you though, since mm-hmm. I last seen you? So you said tomorrow you have your tattoo removal appointment. I do. So, for those who aren't aware, I'm, there's a tattoo that's behind my right ear, which is of Korea in its continent, and it has a little flag yeah. embedded in it. Yeah, so bitch. So, <laughs> fuck you. So, highlighting my heritage, all of that good stuff, because uh, Korean is probably the biggest part of my, of my uh, ethnic background, I'd say. And the most prominent yeah, noticeability the most prominent absolutely yeah. other than other than my italian in some instances mm. but so i'm in the process of getting that removed not because i don't like it not because you know um placement or anything like that it was just a poor decision at the time and then now that i'm moving on to bigger and better things it's kind of getting in the way of those things so that's what i'm on right now so what he's referring to tomorrow i go in and get it knocked off hopefully like I might, have, I might, I might have to get it rescheduled just because I have work. So, have you already done one appointment? I have. 
So how painful is that Dude, shit? That shit fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Yeah, so That's what they say it, it is. Yeah, it probably it hurt. It definitely hurt a lot worse. You know, this is one than of the getting things that the they, tat. Yeah, this is one wow. of the things that they say. You know, it's a lot worse than getting the tat, and it absolutely is. Wow. Because, you know, and it it fucking like singed my hair, at the bottom because you know this was before I had gotten my hair cut. Yeah. So you know the bottom was growing out. It was real shaggy. And he fucking frosted my tips. Yeah, yeah. Like, dude, it was, he straight up fucking, like, I don't know how he, like, laser bleached my fucking hair. Like, it was, like, dark brown and then fucking just this little spot of pale-ass blonde. Yeah. I'm like, dude, yeah. fuck. Like, If you want to bleach your hair dude. real quick, that's, the, that's how exactly. you do it. Exactly. I'm like, you're going to fuck up your scalp for the rest of your life, but you'll get, it, you'll get the results right then and there. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so that was fucking ass, but... Uh, more to it the pain really is like you remember when people used to you know they'd stretch out their pointer finger and their thumb and they'd have a rubber band on it and then they'd pull it back and they'd slap you right on like right skin to skin contact yeah. yeah it it was like that but just constantly repetitive for like 15 seconds I mean even if it is repetitive I wouldn't say that's too bad unless that's just a shitty explanation that you just did I mean it's probably Example. a shitty explanation but I'm I'm talking about like the fucking tight rubber bands that when they slap they <laughs> fucking hit hard I'm talking about dude drew back like yeah. he could barely fucking open his fingers how tight the shit is like dude it sucked but the good part about it is that usually they have a hose to you know ca- kind of counteract the the heat from it cuz that thing is it's literally a laser yeah so it's hot as fuck and then it's just blasting your tattoo. And then in the middle of that, he's, you know, um, he has a hose in one hand, you know, laser in the other. And he's cooling it as, as he's heating it up. But so weird. It sucks, dude. It's weird. Where is the place at? So. Is it like a doctor's office? No. So it's like they, you know, they obviously at first it was, you know, mostly in those like more doctor-esque environments. But now they have all sorts of shit everywhere so you could be going to an individual business in a building next to fucking t-mobile yeah or <laughs> you know some fucking dude's garage who just happens to know how to do it yeah like so, i mean when i was doing when i was like uh, you know comparing to that when i was when i had my braces in high school mm-hmm. i went to the comfort dental the only one that i could go to because it's the only one that medicaid would cover um i would have to go all the way up on austin bluffs and if you I bet if you're listening, whoever you are and you've had braces, you've gone to the same fucking place. It's a, it's this huge, like, shitty building right off of the busiest street, Austin Bluffs. And it's way up there. And uh, it was a pain in the dick to get up there. And also just, they weren't really, like, you know, professional about yeah, shit. Yeah, treatment's horrible. Yeah. So you just got to like, roll with it. Why the fuck it. did I go here? <laughs> I got I got good teeth out of it though. My yeah, teeth facts, my, my teeth it paid off, man. Absolutely. If you if you if you if any of you are li- dude, I'm like having a stroke. If any of you are listening and you remember what I fucking looked like before my braces. Respectfully the teeth were fucked sideways. <laughs> like, hey man, I looked like a Russian prostitute. My teeth were so fucked up, man. Like I was in I was in the prison house with that shit, dude. Oh god. It was like you fucking chewed on rocks and shit. Oh dude, but after after no, after it was fucking beautiful. After uh, like the the amount of it's that it's also it's just insane how how the law of attraction is with us humans and how people always say 
it's not just the beauty. Yeah, it's not just the beauty that attracts somebody, but I got way more pussy after my fucking teeth were fixed yeah, than absolutely. before. So it's like, eh. I'm a funny just guy, cause, but just because looks doesn't matter doesn't make not it any that more funny. <laughs> just because looks don't matter doesn't mean that it makes it any more or less desirable. Yeah. So, I get what you mean. Law of attraction, you know. I'm telling you, bro. If I was three inches taller. <laughs> oh my god. If I was Jace. three inches taller, bro, it'd be fucking over. Even then, though, <laughs> even right now, it's like, it's insane to me. I don't know. All your life, all my life, knowing you. It's because he's weird, bro. And, all, and everybody listening, if you know Jace, bro, you know he was just, he's, well, he, here, I don't want to make you sound like a fucking slut, but you no, were always, you were always, you know, classy and respectful about your shit. I mean, you and I were just talking about it every time, even, even with the girls that I was just fucking around with, um, and then girls that I obviously dated, uh, and was serious with, Jace is the only friend that I... 100% completely trusted to where if I died or passed away or something bad happened, whatever it is, I got an argument with the girl and we just broke up. He would never be the guy to ever do anything fucking around with the girl that I was with. And I'm saying even if it's a girl that I was just fucking around with, yeah. that's just how Jace is. He's like one of the most gentleman, you know, classy, respectable guys I know that just... I don't know. Like I was, like I just said too. Like, they just never cross paths with you. Like, yeah. just naturally. So, and the thing with that is something that I've, you know, like you said, with the whole gentleman aspect, is the gentleman is someone who understands boundaries. You know, this is your girl, regardless whether you're just fucking around or whether you're actually into her, any of that. Being a gentleman is understanding boundaries. Likewise, right. for just even if I'm fucking around with a girl, mm-hmm. knowing what she's okay with. All of that good stuff and keeping that in check and keeping yourself in check, regardless of personal desire or any of that. So, you know, a lot of a lot of that is that I made it to where it couldn't be anything more than just us crossing paths even now and then. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I made it I made it that kind of way through you know, obviously it was kind. It wasn't like I was just like, yo, don't fucking talk to me because you're talking to Aaron. Mm. You know, and if you do, I'll fucking curb stomp you. <laughs> like, it wasn't, it wasn't shit like that, but... Yeah. It was definitely a lot more, um... I don't know how to say that. It was definitely a lot more of a paved path yeah. that I made for myself because I understood the boundaries, even regardless of what the circumstance was between you and the other. Right. And I made it known to both you and them. Yeah, that I was very respectful, you know. And not I, even not even not even verbally you would have to make it known. Just your actions, the way you carry yourself would absolutely. already make it known in the water that you were not that guy. And they automatically would know, "Oh, I could confide in him and actually trust him because I know he's not going to fucking hit on me when Aaron turns his back. Exactly. He's actually just going to he's just chilling. He's and doing so, his own shit." And that's the thing that um that's one of the things that kind of scared me, too, with the trust, is that a lot of them would trust so much that it was almost like they were getting closer to me through trust. Yeah, you got to be and, careful about and that. And I mean, shit and too. not not even in a sense of like, oh, she's trying to fuck me, kind right, of stuff. Yeah. It, was, it was just in a sense of like they're getting too close. Yeah, this is this is becoming more yeah. than just a friend to friend relationship. You know what I mean? It's like best friend and best friend. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not your fucking friend. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm your friend in a sense of whenever you are around my home, my homies, or even when you're not, yeah. that I will respect you. 
I will ask you how you're doing, and I will also bring up, you know, said partner's name in conversation. Right. You know what I mean? And, yeah, it's just one of the things. And that's a fleeting aspect. It really is. Because girls, guys, doesn't matter. So what are your... This is actually a really good fucking topic to get into. And before we even get into that... um, Bro, we weren't even expecting to do a fucking podcast tonight. I mean, no. <laughs> I was chilling, just playing fucking Batman, and then uh, Jace hit me up, and he said, uh, you trying to chill when I get off work? I was like, yeah, cool. Uh, go, like, straight up Italian shit. Grab some cheese on your way here, so we, I'm, I'm going to make some fucking burgers. He came over. I, we cooked some fucking burgers. Yeah, talking uh, about the cheese, though. I got that fucking pepper yeah. jack. I he got, got the... Primo brand. The Oof. Primo... If you've had Primo cheese or, or meats, it's it's Primo. It's the best know, shit. Yeah, then you know. That shit is Primo. <laughs> so <laughs> That's that real fucking Italian. I had to make sure that I was looking out for my, my, uh, my other side. So we fucking made just some burgers and fucking watched, watched some deuce and shit. And we weren't even expecting to do a podcast, but we just got deep in this conversation as we usually do all the fucking time and i'm like why not you know because i didn't even end up putting out the last one so yeah, i was like might why, as well that's another reason that i was like when you asked me if i want to do a podcast i was like well i mean i kind of butched the last one you know and then even still just the circumstance we both fucking yeah did. just the circumstance behind it too it was it was botched at, even at the start so this was definitely the makeup for that one but yeah so the topic of boundaries cuz a lot of people it's different for everybody. We're just simply explaining what it's like for us and our, our you know, point of views on it. Uh, I mean, for me personally, because there are people out there, bro, like, they'll marry a girl that fucked their best friend and still have their best friend around. Invite the best friend to the wedding. Be the best man at the wedding, you know? There are people out there that are completely fine with it, and it's just... If they're happy, they're happy. It's open. It's honest. I mean, more power to them. I have major respect for people like that because that truly shows how they're not sensitive and they're not like nonchalant they are about shit. Yeah, they're not like, what the fuck? Why would I trip about the past the way I am, you know, being the emotional and sensitive dude that I am? I, I just wouldn't be able to do that, man. I like when I see that's, shit like that. That's something with Italians, too. That I've noticed. Yeah, well, that's yeah. Something, that's something definitely with Italians is that because obviously we're rooted in, you know, the the, the Catholic There are some pieces of, of shit like, Italians, oh, though. Oh, absolutely That'll definitely no, finesse defi- your bitch. Yeah, there are definitely some fucking scumbags, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But that's it. That's an Italian aspect of, like... When it comes to when the I, grain when I want it. When I want a lady, I want someone who, A, can be faithful to me. Likewise, I can be faithful to them. And then, B, that I can trust. Yeah, like trust, like trust and love are probably the biggest fucking things in Italian culture. Yeah, <laughs> the biggest fucking things. <laughs> like, and honesty. Yeah, and honesty. Honesty Just, is uh, brutal. Honesty is probably one of the one. Of, that's a fleeting aspect from Italians too. It's a fleeting. So now aspect we're getting some bitch ass fucking Italians. Yeah. <laughs> Respectfully, if you're an Italian and you act like that, you're a fucking bitch. It's just that's just how it is. <laughs> go fuck yourself. Respectfully. Go, f- go fuck yourself respectfully. But but, uh, but yeah, yeah so. the, that concept and the, and uh, also um, how you're supposed to be around her friends, respecting her friends. What kind of boundaries do you put up? Where do you draw the line with certain things? How do you approach just any any of that? You know. Yeah. So I mean. And with that, you know, I've, we've been in those situations many a time. 
you and I, you know, whether it's, you know, one of some of our friends, some of, you know, our friends, partners, friends, all of that good stuff, whatever the fucking webbing or description could be. Right. Um, that's always something that I've held dear because a, you know, I always watched, you know, all of the oldies growing up watching how the gentlemen treat the women regardless, you know, what their job is, all that stuff. Um, you know, treating anybody and everybody with respect, regardless what walk of life they're in, any of it. As long as they stay in the kitchen. As long as... <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. As long as they stay the fuck out of my... No, I'm just kidding. But, like... As long as they kiss my feet as soon as I walk through the front fucking door. <laughs> nah. Bow, clean the mat. No, I'm just yeah, kidding. Nah. But, like, just, you know, just, just seeing that growing up, that definitely played a huge part yeah. in who I became. Definitely, yeah. And so... That was one of the things that I've always, you know, held dear is the gentleman aspect of life. Hmm. And to, you know, not to be some fucking pushover, because I'm not a pushover. You know, I'm not I'm not one of those guys that you can just, you know, oh, you talking to my, you know, you talking to my girl kind of stuff? Like, all right, fella, chill out. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> chill out, chill out before I humble you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not a fucking bitch. Don't mistake, don't mistake the, the, the classiness of me yeah. for, you know, weakness. I mean, that's what comes with the territory, though, is people naturally... It's all it's all a matter of perspective at the end of the day. Some people uh write it off as that as weakness and other people write it off like the way I do to where it's just not he's just straight up respectful. Yeah. It's it's scary how much it fades though. Why? Just like cuz you know, like you said, you know, maybe we don't talk to these friends anymore, maybe we don't have these friends anymore in our life, but there have been those friends who you know, you were to th- think would be a brother right yeah a brother like somebody who could not do you wrong right or in 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 a situation that there was a wrongdoing yeah that they would come clean come forward and be a man about their shit yeah and they've failed in both aspects yeah you know what i mean so that it's it's scary how much of a fleeting aspect of it is because you really have to cling on to the ones who are good likewise you know you and i um and you have to you know you have to really find those people and dig and it's scary because sometimes you just you know you keep digging up fool's gold hoping that one day you hit the nugget you know what I mean yeah so that's that's something that fucks me up especially with that but and that's and that's another thing that fuels me to be that kind of person for somebody not just for myself not just for my own comfort or anything like that but just the respect of being somebody's friend who's actually a friend Exactly. And it just, yeah, it it bugs the shit out of me that people aren't like that anymore. And yeah. also also what it comes down to, honestly, is uh, just fucking controlling your fucking hormones. Whether you're a guy or a girl. Like, like, there are guys out there that are like little fucking boys to where you can't, I, you can't keep your fucking dick in your pants because it's your friend's girlfriend or your friend's wife, you know, like... Show some fucking respect. It's as simple as that. You go fuck somebody. That just shows how fucking desperate people get to where, oh, you can't fuck anybody else. You have to fucking go after that that girl. Out of all fucking girls, you have to go after that one. You know she has friends. You know they come over. You know they party. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, you know know they're a part of that just as much as that relationship. There's also, like, twisted sick fucks, though, that are also... They go after married women on purpose because of the thrill of it. And 
and you know it's like oh yeah like we're getting away with it you know it's like no you're not <laughs> no you're not in his subconscious he everything knows. comes into the sun at the end of the day mm-hmm. so you know the That's way it. i see it god's watching like cuz i did i mean you know i i i i was a piece of shit in high school when it came to women i i i wouldn't say i used women but i definitely wasn't honest with them about my intentions and stuff i was just a little boy trying to get his fucking rocks off and uh and, and that comes back around to bite you in the ass and i really did realize that um especially living you know the way i am now it's like and i deserve every bit of it because that's that's the way i was and i just got to accept it but that definitely ain't who i am now fuck yeah. no that's that's my thing is you know i'm not going to sit here and act like a martyr you know i was you know just as much a screwball as you you know in in terms of just not really giving a shit, you know, still having the respect to back off and understand my boundaries. But like you said, you know, not being honest with women and all that stuff. Yeah. You know, not being honest with my intentions and all that. You know, I've definitely, I've definitely, you know, played my hand in that game multiple times. Yeah. You know, and like you said, you know, it it comes back to bite you in the ass because none of my relationships have ever worked out in a sense of either they, you know, most of them have cheated on me. Yeah. Because, you know, they're looking for something else or you know maybe they think that i'm just that guy and they you know have a predisposition in their head and they're like you know what i'm gonna hurt him before he can hurt me yeah you know what i mean so i definitely fucked myself in that way and karma definitely came back and bit me in my ass for it hard yeah and i feel like that fueled a lot of you know the understanding behind shit like that too you know i don't get me wrong i was never one of the guys who would go after a taking girl ever never been never been that kind of guy but the guy who was like, you know, gaslighting girls, like, hey, I fuck with you so heavy, all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Over, you know what I mean? That is, I feel like that's kind of a trick of the trade. Human but, nature. Yeah, it's it's human nature. That's you what know, it boils you, down to. You you were a kid. You're a I fucking a, kid. I was young. I didn't understand. I was stupid. You know, I didn't understand yeah. that the effect that, that would put on people. Yeah. You know, and all that kind of stuff. And then now, you know. Not even, not even just that it's coming, you know, karma's, karma's a physical thing, like, oh, I can't have a relationship or any of that. Yeah. It's a mental thing. It's a mental thing in the sense of, that's the kind of shit that I think about. You know what I mean? Man, how did I make her feel about that? Yeah. You know, what, what, what would that situation, how would that situation have been if I wasn't in that situation? You know, if I wasn't in that head, you know, that mindset. Yeah. How, you know, how, how would that have flourished or, you know, ended better? So... That's that's something I feel karma does too. She haunts you, with the knowledge of you know who you were versus who you are now. It makes so. you worry literally about the stuff that you did. Yeah, <laughs> really, it does. <laughs> you know, and, and so yeah, that that's one of the things that fucking gets me though. And yeah, so I I try as you know, try as hard as I can to, you know, be the, be the crutch for a relationship. Right. You know, not for a person. You know, my friend or you know his girlfriend i try to be for both yeah that way i can show them that i'm here for you guys and even still i praise relationships to the max like man you guys look fucking great yeah you know congratulations you guys are wonderful like you guys are literally the best couple i've seen in my life you know what i mean like like the kind of the kind of shit to up you know to raise them and show them hey he supports he's not trying to you know wedge his way in and you know find the chink in the armor yeah so that's my problem is I'm not really that way. I try to be, you know, try to be happy for people, but it's because of the fucking 
issues that I have in my life with women to where it it rubs off in that way to where it's hard for me to keep because if I can't keep faith in my own life of keeping a girl down and being with somebody then how the fuck am I supposed to give that energy off and be fucking happy for others I'm just I look at everybody like that's just not gonna last and even when I was when I had Moses on the podcast uh him and I are the same way in that pretext is like you know, because of our insecurities, because of our trust issues, because of our issues in general, uh, that's what makes us have that filter when we look at relationships. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, when it comes to my close friends being in relationships, I'm like, you know, that's kind of different. Yeah. You know, I'm like 100 percent happy. A, there's for you. a respect that goes behind. Yeah. It. Not just for the relationship, but for the people. In and it. even like I said, going back to boundaries, I, I mean, I even told Moses straight up. Uh, because me and him like had patches where we didn't talk at all. And I told him straight up, I'm like, dude, it's because you fucked the girls that I was with or that I was fucking with. So I was like, and he respected that. He's like, I can understand that. You know, I was like, I can't fucking, you know, I get too sensitive about that shit. I can't fucking talk to you while I'm dating somebody even, that you fucked. You know, then it's not a sensitivity. People try to, you know, narrow it down to a sensitivity like, oh, well, you can't let go of the past. Like, no, there's there's things in the past that very much reflect what could be of a future. And very, and like, you know, obviously the saying goes, you know, you don't know your history. It's bound to repeat, right? Same, you know, same shit. You know, like you were saying about, you know, having those best friends who your wife had fucked with and then having him as the best manager at your wedding. Yeah. That's ridiculous. That's that's fucking terrible. I'm like, you're literally like, it's it's like saying, here's World War Two. Here's what we fucked up on. Yeah. Let's do it again. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's so fucking stupid. And the fact that people subject themselves to even those situations, if it was, I'm like, you fucking dumb. Even if it was before, women and men. Even if it was before you got serious with her, and he had no idea. Even then. You know, and yeah, that may be kind of fucked up because it's like, well, how am I supposed to know? That's the that's the fucking point. Nobody knows. It just happens. People fall in love. That's fucking life. So it's like. And furthermore, people just have quick fucks. Yeah. Yeah. Just the way of life, too. That's the thing that I'm like, you know what? I try as I try as I might, you know, I, I really stay away from people who have, you know, been in those situations, especially with somebody that I've been with. Yeah. And that I, or even, you know, furthermore, that I've talked to. Just on a, you know, low-key you and me kind of thing. Yeah. I'm not fucking friends with those people. I'm not, those aren't the motherfuckers I text and I'm, you know, hey, bro, like, what are you doing today? You yeah. busy kind of stuff, you know? That, 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 that shit is, it's, it's stupid. It's redundant to me. Because you see that shit everywhere. You see people, oh, you know, bros over hoes kind of stuff. There's an extent to that. Yeah. It gets to a, it gets to a point where it's like, no. It was her over me. Yeah. Or, you know, or likewise, it was y'all's relationship over ours. Yeah. You know, and so as much as, you know, as much as I still fuck with you and as great as she is, you know, regardless. Yeah. There's a barrier that's been built already that I had nothing to do with and that I have, you know, I, I can't fix because it's there. You know what I mean? So, it's just, it's one of those things that I'm like, I would rather you just shut the fuck up and not tell me shit about it 
or be 100% honest. Lay it all out on the table. Yeah. Hey, you know your best friend? Yeah. I fucked him. Yeah. Kind of stuff. You know what I mean? And I'm sitting there and... Or, you know, hey, I know I'm talking to your best friend, but... You know, kind of stuff. I'm like... <laughs> dude, the amount of times I've been put in that situation, especially with fucking girls from Paul Mitchell. So, oh, dude. If, yeah. If, so if you don't know, I went to barbering school at Paul Mitchell downtown. Oh, and boy. yeah, please. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate Just it. Just a fucking leg room. <laughs> so if you don't know, I went to school for barbering at Paul Mitchell and you know downtown. And that school, who, man, that was a fucking train wreck of you know. Cup. Did you just get a burn? <laughs> I no, it's just. <laughs> Acid reflux. Yeah, just I'm fucking sitting here and like all the bubbles are rising up again. So if I start burping or some shit or I start like, hoo, hoo, you know, whenever it, it I talk. Suplex. Yeah, like you might have to give me the Heimlich. <laughs> but, you know, furthermore, it was it, it was a school that was just very. There were a lot of people who were free and open about what they did, who they were, you know, that kind of thing. And that's something that bothered me because. You know, there was this one girl, fuck, I can't remember her name, but I'll tell you the situation. So she had um, been married the year prior to her coming to school. Wow. And, you know, when I met, you know, when I meet people, I'm not meeting people to, you know, fuck around with. Yeah. I'm not meeting people for any of that. People. I'm just meeting people, you know. Was we she literally, around our age? Yeah. Oh, wow. And so I'm sitting there and, you know, she's already married and all of that stuff and she's got that, you know, going for her. And I'm like, you know, that's great. And every time, you know, I would ask about these things. You know, that way I can understand, you know, what I'm what I'm dealing with. Yeah. Everyone always associates that as like, oh, you were asking because you were just trying to make sure that you weren't doing some dirt. Like, no, I ask because it's out of respect. I ask because, you know, I respect women. I respect, you know, all of that. Yeah. You know, whether she wants to be like left the fuck alone or she has a husband and she's taken, you know, she's or she's spoken for. Yeah. So, you know, I always try to I always try to garner that understanding when I meet somebody. So I'm asking you know, I'm digging in those questions, but it's not to, oh, can I fuck with this chick or not? Yeah. It's to just understand who I need to be. You know, what, what, what version of the gentleman Jace I need to be. So, you know, she was telling me, you know, all about her being married and then planning for kids and all that stuff. Every single word out of my mouth that I ever spoke to her was either about school and specifically school or about how are y'all doing? Y'all doing good? You know, like trying to trying to trying to be supportive of a relationship, and even still, she told me much unfilthy stuff, you know, or much filthy stuff, not unfilthy. Shut up, much filthy stuff about their relationship. Yeah, and I mean, absolutely disgusting, like borderline. I would probably fuck his best friend over him, kind wow. of stuff. You know what I mean? And I'm sitting there, and she's like, you know, I'm sitting there, and you know, it got to a point where you're kind of just getting to know someone. You know, where do you want to travel? What's what's your most desirable place to travel? And you know. Obviously, mine is go to Italy. You know, I want to go to Sicily. I want to go visit family. All that stuff. Do I talk to this family? Fuck no. Do I want to go do it? Absolutely. You know what she said to me? Italy. That sounds beautiful. Well, if I'm ever single in the future, maybe we can go sometime. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm sitting there and I'm like... Like, it just... It caught me off guard and I sit... Uh, yeah, I sit, yeah, I sit back and I'm like... Uh, I'm like... What did she just say? Uh, <laughs> I'm like, what did she say? Like, dude, I'm just sitting there. I'm like flabbergasted at this. I'm like, what? Like, what made you think that that was okay to say? What? What made you? Yeah. What? 
Well, how did that idea get implanted in your brain? What did you think I was trying to say? Exactly. Because all I was saying was, I want to go to Italy. Not, yeah. I want to go with you to Italy, exactly. you fucking idiot. And so we're, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, and so we're sitting there, and she's like, she's like, well, yeah, I mean, like, if, ever, you know, if you ever wanted to go, I was like, yeah, well, I mean, if you and your husband would be down exactly, there. And, yeah. and even still, I put that out there first. Yeah. Because she brought up the whole single thing, and I was like, eh, eh, I'm not playing your game. And I fucking, you know, I was like, well, you know, if you and your husband ever want to go travel, I can, you know, my family has a place. We can all bunk up, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And even, you know, it was the invitation. Yeah. Of I want both of you to be there. I want you to be there as a collective. Yeah. Not as a one or the other kind of thing. You yeah. know what I mean? And so that's that's the shit that bothers me is because, you know, females don't hold this code. Men don't hold this code. You know, any of it. It's just, it's sad. It's a fleeting aspect. And I know I'm a broken record here, you know, well, back harrowing her- back to the same point. But, yeah. you know, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous to me. And it's, it's sad. Well, that's the thing, though, is we just simply don't associate with people like that. Respect. I mean, that's what it comes down to. If you want to be <clears> that way, be yourself, you know. I'm not going to fucking change you. We just won't cross paths. Uh, yeah. But going back to the topic of Paul Mitchell, I didn't go there, but you and Mario went. And from what I hear, all it is is guys that spend all their money on either their shoes or their chains. And then girls that just, they're bouncing around school to school. They go to their parents. They go to their friends. They try to go into college. That doesn't work out. They end up back at their parents. They like to go to a lot of concerts. Like to do a lot of acid trips. Like to get fucked up and go party somewhere. And uh, there's a, I mean, it's, it's a young crowd. You know, it's, yeah. and I don't know if that's if that's because uh, it's not the people at Paul Mitchell. It's maybe it's like the idea of Paul Mitchell and the attention, the crowd that it draws in. Yeah. I mean, maybe there's been legitimate barbers that came out of there. Absolutely. You know, or, know, yeah, or I stylists. Know, that I know. Came out I know of a there. lot of them who were very much successful and they went there for the right reason. Right. But like you're saying, you know, there was kids. There was a lot of children mm-hmm. in there children and i do mean children you know there were a lot of people who were focused on i'm here i'm now that kind of thing you know let's let's live it up and that's you know not to say that that's a bad aspect to have in your life because we very much are young we very much are alive yeah you know these these your early you know early to mid-20s are the time for you to just fucking go wild you know what i mean and not not in a sense of oh go do coke with your fucking friends off (laughs) of some dude's dick in a bathroom at a fucking concert but I'm just saying, like, you know what I mean? Like, you can you can have fun, you know? There's 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 many things that you could do. But, you know, the the extent that the girls at Paul Mitchell, and, you know, mostly just any school, really, yeah. you know, that they the, the extent they would take it to was just, it was painful to watch. Yeah. Because I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, God, like, you really did that? Are you really going to do that? Are you sure? You know what I mean? Like, you could be in school that day. Nah, fuck school. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go get dick, and then I'm gonna go do blow, and then I'm gonna go to this fucking concert. That's three days long, dude. <laughs> yeah. When I tell you about the rave girls, that's that's probably the crowd that I saw the most. Yeah. Was the fucking rave girls, the girls who were. You I know, mean, they you show- told me about them while you were there. Oh my god, dude! Yeah. The fucking we so, at Paul Mitchell, you know, if you whenever you get signed up and all that stuff, you have a kit. And literally, these girls, they had this kit that was just, you know, it's, it's a box. It's fucking, you can hold it with your hand if you need to. Otherwise, it has wheels and a fucking, you know, foldable little handle for you to roll yeah. it around with you. 
and it carries all of your stuff, you know, uh, blow dryers, straighteners, you know, curling irons, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, so it's, it's a pretty hunky little piece, right? They had that shit decked up and fucking down with Supreme stickers with, like, fucking aliens, girls with their tits out, fucking anime girls, and then, like, just a whole bunch of trippy, like, shroom fucking stickers yeah, and all that yeah. stuff. Just the, you know, just all that stuff and... Sounds like Rob's favorite kind of gals. <laughs> but the thing, the thing that fu- the thing that fucked with me is because you know, obviously, heading back towards being a gentleman. Yeah, I'm not into that kind of shit. Yeah, I'm I'm an old soul living in a in a in a young body, and when uh, I say so cocked to say that, it's, but it's okay. so cocked to say that, but it, it's true. Yeah, I'm old as fuck. Yeah, you know what I mean. I like to stay home. I don't need to have fucking friends or you know a partner to go and do shit with. Yeah, I can very much do shit on my own. You I know, mean, I even tonight, even tonight, I I brought up to you while while we were cooking the fucking burgers. I was like, "How crazy is it that this is our lives now?" Exactly. And you were like, "What?" And I was like, "Just the idea." I'm like, "I'm not upset about it, but it's just so funny to me." Like growing up with this guy and everything we did, and then everything where we that happened, where we are now, and what we do now, it's just we're just so fucking relaxed. Just two old fucks. Two old young ass fucks. Like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so that's my point. Is like, that's I'm just nice. an old, I'm an old young fella. You know what I mean? And so you know, I'm the guy who wants to go to the jazz bar, not fucking cowboys or the mansion. You know, I'm the kind of guy who wants to have a nice sip of bourbon, not fucking white claws in fucking Mike's hard lemonades. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm just sitting here, and it's just it's such a hard. You know, and, and and of course, I fell in love with the old aspect of barbering. Yeah. You know what I mean? They had the fucking, you know, the spinning little barbering pole, all that stuff. They had the fucking towels, the straight razor, all of it. Oh, my God. That stuff fucking speaks to my That's That's a testament to my soul. That's nice. You know what I mean? And, and that's what I went for. Yeah. And then, you know, I fucking get acid girls and half-naked, you know... Chicks following me on Instagram talking about some hey when do you want to go to this next rave with me fuck no I remember I remember when I went in the one time to get a fucking haircut from you you did oh not an awful job I did a shit job it wasn't that was, good that was shit it yeah. wasn't good no that was shit and I don't blame you for that cut not only because you were in school learning how to cut but also there was this I kid you not guys Jace is a fucking Don, you're a fucking god to these women, and I don't understand why. <laughs> it's, so we, I, he was cutting my hair, and uh, this chick, who is also one of his teachers, just kept coming over and hitting on you, and hitting on you, and hitting on you. And you're like, you know, being nice about it, and you know, you're laughing, and you're cutting my hair, or whatever. And uh, you would kind of give her the sign that you're trying to fucking cut my goddamn hair. And she would kind of take it, but she would go sit in a chair across the way and just stare at us and just stare at you. And I would, and I was sitting there like, what the fuck? And you're like, you literally were like, I'm telling you, bro, a lot of them do this with me. And I'm like, and that was, that was, yeah, that wasn't in like a, you know, a cocky and, you know, arrogant kind of way. It was just kind of like a annoyed and and annoyed. You were genuinely annoyed. I'm like, dude, the fuck? Is in because that's one of the things that pisses me off, man. I'm like, the thing, the thing that I really liked about being a barber is that that's you know to some people that's a home away from home. You know, you can talk to your barber, you can you know confide in your barber, all that stuff. At the same yeah. time that they're making you look good, 
did I make you look good that day? No. <laughs> but could you confide in me during that time? Absolutely. You know what I mean? Not during that time, no, because fucking well, women yeah, just kept walking up to you. But that should have been that time. Yeah. what I'm saying. Is to where we could catch up. Been, it should have been that moment where it was just like, how are you doing, bro? How's life? Not, bro, I can't fucking stand when they come back here and talk to me for 30 goddamn minutes yeah. when I'm trying to do a haircut. Yeah. So, that's, yeah, that's one of the things that fucked me up about that school and especially the people because... As, you know, as as much as I'm not trying to sound like the fucking eh dude, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, it Like, it really was that a lot of the time. Yeah. You know, just, I'm sitting there, I'm trying to learn. I want I want to learn, you know, fucking please let me learn. Yeah. Kind of stuff, you know? Like, I'm literally begging you, please leave me the fuck alone. But the inner gentleman and the inner nice guy of me is just like, I'll, I'll entertain your conversation. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so you're not as dick. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a dick about it. I'll definitely let you know if it goes too far. Yeah. And if it gets to a point where I'm like, okay, I really need to go. But, yeah, it's just, I'm sitting there and I'm like, dude, this fucking sucks. <laughs> like, I literally paid 20 fucking grand to come here and get hit on and not even really learn about barbering. I learned more in a fucking shop in the three months that I was there versus an entire 1,500 hour. In general. Well, that's what they say about hey, beauty schools people now. People say Paul Mitchell sucked ass. Paul Mitchell sucks. Fucking uh, Tony and Guy sucks. All of it. it. There's there's no good beauty schools out here. You need like if you want to be a barber, you need to go to a traditional barber school. Yeah. You want to go to a fucking cosmetology school, you need to go to one of the fucking higher ones. Yeah. You'll make your money back. Like everyone always sees that dollar sign. They're like, oh well, Paul Mitchell's twenty grand. This one's thirty grand. You know that kind of stuff. And they're like, eh, I don't want that much student debt. If you're a good, if they teach you good and you really retain the information that they give you, you'll make fucking bank. Yeah. Within, like, within the first maybe three, four years of you being outside, you know, having to pay car insurance, home, you know, home, all of that stuff, you can fucking probably pay off your student loan. That's how fucking good this business is. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and the, the fact that people don't retain that information, they don't understand that, it fucking kills me. That's why I still cut hair. I still do. You know, that, you know, though I'm not in a shop or anything like that, I still cut hair as much as I can. Because that's good ass fucking money. Yeah. And so. And hopefully you're decent at it. Yeah. I'm, oh, trust I me, I'm, I'm a lot, I'm a lot fucking better than I was. That, that, that's for goddamn sure. <laughs> so, yeah, so I've, I've gotten a lot better, you know, time, time wise, I'm still a little, I'm still a little iffy on, but that's something that you're going to get with time is just being able to fucking cut through hair quicker. Yeah. So that's something that I'm training and actively working on, but it's going to take a little bit of time. But even still, I'm like, I pay 20 fucking grand to go there and, you know, learn about how to cut hair, how to be a good barber, all that stuff. And the last, you know, the last 300 hours were probably the worst. Yeah, yeah, you told me that. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, that was a fucking waste of money. But regardless of the point, if you're planning to be a cosmetologist or a barber, or anything like that. Don't go to fucking Paul Mitchell. I swear by that all my life. Do not go to fucking Paul Mitchell because they will fuck you sideways. Furthermore, don't fuck with people in the workplace because you never shit in the creek that you drink. Shit or piss in the creek that you drink from. Yeah. And remember that because that will fucking come back to haunt you. <laughs> I had, dude, this one girl, she got, she got fucking pregnant just after we fucking stopped talking, bro. I missed that fucking bullet by a, by a you, you fucking shot that nut bullet. here. I, <laughs> I fucking <laughs> missed. <laughs> I missed, dude. I was so thankful. 
but that's yeah that's that's the kind of shit that i went through and that's what you know leading back to main point of this conversation that's yeah, what led what me the to fuck be better. Are we talking about? <laughs> well we're talking we're, we're just talking about those kind of people yeah in this world and the, in the in the experiences that we've had and yeah. so that's why i'm bringing it back to the beginning where i'm saying that that's the kind of shit that fuels me to be better right and to be and to be more respectful more gentlemen yeah you know what i mean yeah Take a sip of your fucking drink. Oh, man, I've been waiting. I've anyways, been talking, so. Anyways, yesterday, though, I went to go see uh, No Way Home with Rob. It was his first time. Mm-hmm. And he was It always comes back to fucking Spider-Man on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't it you really noticed? Does. This is like the third he, podcast where we talked about fucking he Spider-Man. He was not privy to any of the spoilers. Oh, God damn. And I mean... Any. He didn't I, know Toby or Andrew were in it. Nothing. I fucking picked that movie apart when I went and watched it, dude. Yeah. I was I was meticulous as fuck when I watched it. So that. when he saw Matt Murdock come in as the lawyer uh, at he the said, table. Damn, that's crazy. No, he was like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, he, he was like a kid. It was so... Because this was my fucking, you know... It's how you know I got no fucking life. I'm like... I just told you earlier tonight. I'm literally living like De Niro and Taxi Driver. Fucking, I, this was my fifth time seeing the goddamn flick. So It's when, just that good of a movie, though. I wouldn't even blame that on who you are as a person. So, that's fucking, that's just straight up fucking, this movie was golden. So just sitting next to him, though, it really did, like, make me happy. Not only as his friend, but as a father. You know, you're looking... <laughs> <laughs> you're looking at your little boy, you're looking, like, yeah, you're look, for you. <laughs> you're looking at one of your sons, seeing how truly happy and caught off guard they were. And, bro, when he saw Andrew and Toby, he lost his shit. He's like, I had no fucking idea. And he was just so happy. He's like, bro, I don't know if I'll ever see a movie that good. And I was like, Probably hopefully not. hopefully Batman will be good. Just fucking. <laughs> Crying and fucking wailing on somebody. Oh, hopefully. bro. He was, him and I were talking about it, though. Uh, but yeah, anyways, you know, continuing on uh, with over that topic. It was, it was nice and it was good and we had a good time. But... With the Batman movie, which is the second topic that we always end up coming around to yeah, on the absolutely. podcast. Um, he, him and I were thinking about it. We were like, because he was upset that it just officially came out that it's rated PG-13. Mm-hmm. I said, bro, I mean, think of how good Christian Bale did. That shit was PG-13. And yeah. it was fucking great. So I was like, you know, there's still a lot to work with. And, that's, and that is you know, absolutely... It doesn't have to be rated R to be a fucking masterpiece, <clears throat> you know? And that's absolutely like... Uh, that's that's a Batman movie that I can get down with, was fucking Christian Bale's Batman. Yeah, that shit was that shit was top tier. Even me not being a huge DC fan whatsoever, like that that was that was fucking that was peak, peak Batman for me. Yeah, that's what I said too. I said, uh, you know, fuck uh, Ben Affleck. That shit was Ben terrible. Affleck was that he was, was good. He really, was, you think he wasn't so? great? He wasn't the best. He wasn't the best, but he, he was passable. I gave him a pass. He was alright. Fuck, I'm talking about the dudes like, uh, what's his fucking name? I don't even remember him. They're not important. The old Batman. Like Adam, like, was it Adam West and shit? No, it wasn't Adam West. Adam West is the OG. Let's not fucking, let's I was, not forget that's why, that. Yeah, that's why I thought you were Adam saying West that. I was like, only, wait a second, hold he's on. He's the only one that I fucking approve of. Like that, he, he, he's the best. From but the, I'm talking from about. older eras. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about, uh, Val, Val Kilmer and, Terrible. uh, fucking, uh. What's his fucking name? And that's not the shit on Val Kilmer. I love fucking Tombstone. 
Tombstone. Okay, is, Tombstone we're getting is off topic weed. about that shit. I'm though. just saying he was a fucking terrible. That was he was a, a good he movie. Was, he was a terrible Batman. He was terrible sh- Batman. He was shit at Batman. Terrible Batman. That made me cry. George Clooney was shit. That made me cry. Michael <laughs> Michael Keaton was shit. Was that his name, Michael Keaton? I have no fucking he idea. He was shit. Dog shit. That's all I know. The only one that I really fucked with from then on out was Christian. Man, yeah. he, he did great. But uh, and then of course, like you said, Ben Affleck gets a so so. He gets a, he gets a enough scenes, to get you through the door kind those of. Those fight the the warehouse fight scene is my favorite scene. Yeah, I've seen Batman fight. I was like, holy shit, dude. <laughs> It really shows, like, real shit. I hope Pattinson fucking capitalizes on that shit with his fighting style. Uh, I'm hoping that we get to see a a later Joaquin Phoenix. That'd be be fucking sick. That's another thing, Because we got him, him, like, right at the precursor of Joker. Well, he did say that was the one movie he'll ever do. He was only doing that as an experiment uh, to study the character. So who knows? You know, you know how Joaquin is. You know, you never know with that, that motherfucker guy. will pop out on you again. <laughs> but but uh, one second he's Joker, next thing you know he's Johnny Cash. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's why people were upset that the Batman movie is PG thirteen because they were expecting it to be, uh, you know, taken after the events of the Joker movie. Hmm. That's what they were, you know, because if you look like at the deeper, timelines and everything, character. they're thinking that it was it's gonna have a connection, which means it should be rated R. That's why people were upset. And I'm like, no, what the fuck? No. And even then, it could still have the connection. What people don't understand is business. People don't understand money. They're not trying to fucking do rated R because they're not going to make money off of that shit. They need a They need, a they need, as, much, they a need as much audience as so they, they could span it out to yeah, more audiences. As much audience as they can get in there at one time to watch that shit and pay for that. That shit is fucking crazy. It's crazy that people don't think about that shit and take that shit into account either. People they're are sitting idiots, there, man. They're sitting there and they're they like... Don't, they don't think about like, oh, this. Yeah, and because, and you know, I'm sitting there and a lot of, you know, <laughs> a lot of, like, the M-rated games and stuff. I'm like, dude, you're missing out on so much. Because, you know, when you were a kid, it was like, oh, you want this M-rated game? Are you 18? Or do your parents approve? Kind of thing. You know how much fucking money they would have made if they just said, fuck it. Take it. Yeah. This is how much it is. If you can pay for it, here it is. You know what I mean? Like, you know how much fucking money they could have made, bro? Going along that topic, though, I was one of the rare kids to where their parents actually gave a fuck and didn't get me M-rated games. No, absolutely not. And I had to sneak them or steal them from the fucking store. Straight up. I remember, I don't, like, I remember how hard it was to get my hands on Mafia 2. That was one of my favorite fucking games of all time that I played with my best friend at his house. And then I was like, I need to get this game. And my dad never fucking got it for me. And then once I turned 18, I had already stolen it by that point. And I was playing it for years. But I was yeah. like, I could actually go get a fucking M-rated game. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Or 16. Is 16 the age? I, I have no fucking idea. I don't know. Just whenever they stop asking. <laughs> yeah. Whenever they stop asking is when you can get that shit. But yeah, like I would, I would sit there and... Man, fucking, um, cause God of War, my dad played the, you know, my dad. You played also the, played Gears of War. I did play Gears of War too, which is M rated as fuck. So you know, coming up on those games, you know, cause my dad, he was he was an avid gamer in a sense of you know he he wasn't like held to it and you know hell bent on it, but whenever a new game came out, he wanted to give it a shot. And then he'd probably leave it alone for a couple months, and then Austin and I would pick up the sticks and push him the rest yeah. of the way through, yeah. but. You know, um, 
yeah, just just going back to that, I'm like, dude, you know how much fucking money they could have made if they just if they just said fuck it and was like, you I know mean, what? I don't even know then though, shit. even with their rules, they still ended up pretty well. Yeah, pretty good off. Absolutely. You know, they made more and more series and trilogies or whatever the fuck. I mean, look at GTA. And, yeah, and I'm I'm old as shit. Like I remember going to Blockbuster. In yeah. fucking my dad. Hollywood videos? Yeah, Hollywood videos fucking have Off of 85, 87? Yes, dude, that shit was crazy. <laughs> and, and most of these fucking cats don't even know about that kind of shit. Because they yeah. weren't in that. Oh, you know, no. we used to get the fucking, you know, the, the, you know, rated R movies there. All of that shit. Like, we, and we'd steal them, too. Yeah. Austin and I would fucking pocket oh, yeah. movies. Fuck. We would, we would pocket movies all the time. We'd fucking pocket, you know. That's how, that's how I first found out about American Pie. It was because Austin fucking stole it one time because his, his little fucking 12-year-old, oh, I'm starting to figure out, you know, my lower extremities ass was, you know, getting into his hormones yeah. and shit. And so he was like, you know what? I'm going to watch this, dude. And that's how I, I was literally sitting there for like fucking, you know, probably halfway through the movie. And I'm just like, God damn. I'm like, I've seen more titties in like fucking half an hour than I've fucking seen in my entire yeah. life. I'm like, this shit is crazy. I remember going to Hollywood videos off of 85, 87. I went there with my dad, and we rented out iRobot with Will Smith. Mm -hmm. And then I also remember when me and my brother walked all the way there from my house, and we stole Pineapple Express. And that was the first time seeing a movie of that caliber ever. Oh, God. And that was was a beautiful movie. I was young, and my brother was a teenager at the time. And, uh, man, it was fucking wild, man. Yeah. Just all the movies that they had, the music, the... The video games, PlayStation 2 games for Rose and, and Rose still, and still, you walked into those shops and half the time they were listening to sh- some shit that was uncensored. Yeah. Especially yeah. fucking Hollywood. Especially Hollywood. Hollywood had fucking, you know, they had Tupac blasting whenever they were on their like oldies kind of day, all that kind of shit. They had that kind of stuff blasting all the fucking times. So you walk in there and he's over here talking about, I fuck a bitch and then go shoot somebody. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> my little fucking baby ass is just sitting there like, hey dad. <laughs> What's up, nigga? Straight up, like I'm like I'm sitting there. I'm like, God damn! I'm like, that's pretty tough. But yeah, my old ass remembers fucking sitting there. Like my dad would come home with a new game that he just stopped and got from you know Blockbuster or some stuff like that, and he'd be like, All right, I got three days until I got to return this. We're gonna dude, yeah, just the idea of renting games, renting games. I'm like, dude, that is such an old fucking that's such an old concept, and I say that to people, and they're like. You had to do that? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, unless you were paying fucking 50, 60 bucks for a game, which at that time was outlandish as fuck. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you, you were renting games and bringing them back three days later. I remember when that game Infamous was popping. That game was popping. That shit was elite. A lot, mean, of, a lot of kids I mean, we and about I mean, we can go on and on and on yeah. about fucking music I mean, and Call of Duty, games. And, and then Call of Duty obviously was, you know, the GOAT of all those games during absolutely. those years. You know, Especially World at War. God, that was fucking... World at War, bro. World at War was golden, bro. That was the first time I, we saw zombies. Yeah, and literally I have a distinct memory. And I, I have one that I even... I, I was playing online with Austin the other day. And we were talking about it and I was like... I don't know why it just fucking dawned on me because we were playing a war game. And so I'm sitting there and, you know, it's an older war game. I don't know if you've heard Hella Loose. You have. Cause yeah. I think you showed me. Yeah. And so we were, you know, we were playing that and I was sitting there and this dude got fucking blown up in front of me. And it reminded me of when Austin was playing on, you know, and I was watching him. He was playing one of the missions. Yeah. He fucking threw a grenade. And then the dude blew up and did like a full fucking, 
cartwheel, but he was doing it in like a whole rainbow. Yeah. Like like all the way up and then all the way down, just fucking doing cartwheels the whole way. <laughs> and I fucking told him that, and he fucking started dying laughing. He's like, dude, we're old as fuck. I was like, I was sitting there like, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's like we're we're the last generation of the real ones because now you can have everything at your fucking fingertips. <clears throat> the last topic. Let's see if we could be slick enough to squeeze it within squeeze the next in. five minutes and nah, forty seven seconds. I would say that's four minutes, baby. We ain't got time. <laughs> let's go though. Come on. Okay, so we also brushed on the topic earlier tonight of. Uh, where we are now, I mean, you're fucking 21 now. You could legally get alcohol, right? Mm-hmm. And, and how, pistol. as a kid, we snuck so many things. And uh, and even the concept of having a car now. Like, I remember, like I said, dude, you know, the idea of walking to your friend's house was such a fucking thing back then, you know? And it was... We were texting. It wasn't even an idea. That was law. We didn't even have a phone <laughs> plan. We texted each other on Facebook Messenger at the fucking time. And uh, we had to have Wi-Fi to text each other. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I'm about to head out, so I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll text you. Meet well, here I'm, I'm, at I'm, this time. Yeah. Be there. Yes. Or fucking... Yes. That's when you had to definitely be a man of your word at the age mm-hmm. of fucking nine. <laughs> But, uh, oh, but, God. but just the journey of walking to your house, uh, especially after school. I remember every day after school, we would walk to your house and just the anticipation of the day we got through school. We're going to go see if we could sneak some weed from, from whoever. And, uh, my we bro- ro- yeah, my brother was big on yeah, getting, your brother getting, too. getting us high with him. That was fucking huge. Cause the he's time like, that we were like, he, my brother was a terrible older fucking sibling. He's like, you know what? I'm going to get you fucked up, but you're going to do it with me because I love you. Yeah. And I don't want you to do it with anybody else, which was a good aspect if you think about it. But yeah. if you also think about it on the same coin, you're like, yeah, it's a little fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nine years old and we're going to get him what? Yeah. High on wax? Yeah, that was fucking terrible. But go ahead. The, uh, by the way, I'm, I was just kidding. If we have to, we could just do uh, add, add, add more. Yeah. But, uh, but also, like I said, dude, you know, we rolled up fucking Bible papers. We didn't have a pipe to smoke in. We didn't have nothing to smoke uh-huh. out of. We rolled up. We took a little Bible. I don't know where we got it from. That like was, your mom's that was, drawer no, or some so, shit. No, so that was my personal little Bible. <laughs> you, know, you know how they give you. You know how they give you one as a kid. Yeah, yeah, stuff. yeah. You was, had a little babe Bible. It was. It was the perfect size. You know, in in terms of how just small it was, I'm like, yeah, that'll be quick. And that, and I bring that, that was, up. But that is why I never, I never we're going rolled, to hell. I, yeah, <laughs> we're definitely going there in the fast lane. But I never rolled up scripture. I always rolled up the fucking index to the scripture. That's right. We did roll up the index. We so didn't roll up I, yeah, I never rolled. I always we made that a like, point. Psalms. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I never made it a fucking. I never made it a point to fucking roll up Psalms or any of that or fucking any of the Johns. We rolled up the leather. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was. It was always the fucking index of where everything was. So it. It was. It was technically needless, but it was also from the Bible, which still wasn't good. Yeah. So. I definitely, I definitely shit on us, and we're both going to hell in the fast lane. But it was fun while it lasted. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hang on. Once Jace is taking a, a piss, but uh, uh, by the way, he's taking. You didn't hear him get up and everything because I had to add another, you know, segment because we can't go beyond an hour without doing another segment. But uh, yeah, dude, the idea of being a fucking kid 
in middle school, high school, before you even had a fucking car, and going to your friend's house and walking. Um, like, I was, I, my neighborhood was away, like, me and Jace were in separate neighborhoods, so I I didn't know of his neighborhood until I started walking there with him, and I thought it was crazy to me, like, oh, wow, this is a big world. <laughs> like, like the idea of another neighborhood and not being familiar with it at all, and the fact that Jace and so many other kids that we went to school with, they lived their whole lives there, you know? And uh, I was so fucking unfamiliar with with the neighborhood. It's that old school neighborhood in Fountain, you know, uh, near Widefield. And uh, I just remember that feeling of being unfamiliar with the territory and not having Google Maps and none of that shit on our phone and just muscle memory to get the fuck out of a neighborhood and go home. Like having to remember your route on how to get home no map no nothing and just being unfamiliar with the neighborhood but it was also it was also there was some pleasure out of that like there was some joy out of that just exploring a new neighborhood I that say we talking about going de- delving into new neighborhoods and shit yeah like me going to your neighborhood yeah because i was time, never in your neighborhood prior and you were never in mine prior so uh so like just that journey, like hitting hitting him up, uh, and like looking forward to the night we're gonna we're gonna try to sneak his mom's alcohol or we're gonna try to sneak her cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> that was Jace good. was the plug for all of my addictions. Yeah, that was that was a tough time, but definitely onto the more innocent side of things yeah. when it comes to, you know, all the And listening walking. to music in your headphones on your way there. You know, the sun's going down, it's getting late, or it's nighttime. It's not as hot, so you're not worried about fucking dying on the yeah. weather. I mean, Maybe fuck, stopping at McDonald's was... on the way, pulling out your fucking crinkled up cup out of your backpack to fucking fill up and drink it while you're walking. Bro, the best fucking times, dude. Just imagining life. I sound like an old depressed fuck. I'm just reflecting on happier times in life. Yeah. Because now it's like fucking, hey, you want to drive the fucking monument for this party? It's like, no, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> no, I think, I think definitely back on, you know, exploring your neighborhoods and shit and, you know, the the fun and the, you know, unknowingness of it. Especially, you know, the, the freshness of the new information that you're receiving. Yeah. Oh, this is how you get to my house the quickest. This is what yes. we do whenever you come in, come in this way, that kind of stuff. Like... It was just so much. It was so new, but it was so fun, and even still, every t- every time after, you know, it you know obviously it was drilled and it was, you know, we know the procedure whenever we go over to you know whoever's house, all that kind of yeah. stuff. But even still, it every day it still had a new feeling to it because it's like, what's next? Yeah, like like what happens today that was different from yesterday or the day fuck before? Man. And I mean, fuck, there were the, like the. Yeah, the days we we're fucking sitting there sweating like damn Hebrew slaves on the way to another's house, like. From one's house, too. We used to fucking do that shit all the time. Especially when we go to your house first, and then we'd go to my house. Yeah. Because we'd always fucking, oh, man, I gotta run home real quick and drop some shit off, or I gotta go grab something. And and also, you know. think about it, though. Just the concept of time when you're a kid. Oh, we There was no concept of time. We didn't have to be anywhere by a certain time. It was the journey that we enjoyed. Yeah. And walking to each other's houses, or walking to friends' houses... You know, like we would stop along the way, maybe get something to eat, maybe not, maybe, 
Maybe sit down at the bleachers for a second and just chill, or maybe hang out at the park, swing for a I little remember, bit. I remember the days we'd roll up to somebody like a, a homeboy's house when we skipped meals that day on the trip, and we're like, hey, yo, what you got? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but even still, you know, the, the time that I started, you know, that Aaron and I really started hitting it off and hanging out was around the time that I was just starting to explore the Glen. So if that fucking ha- is a staple for how fucking old I am, that's... Yeah. Yeah, that's that's. I didn't even know of the Glen until I got introduced to your friends that live there. Exactly, and I didn't either. I had no friends that lived there. I didn't either until my friends introduced me to their friends. I'm like, I'm sitting there, and it's 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 just a whole fucking chain of shit. But still, regardless of the point, I fucking hate you. (laughs) (laughs) Long story short. Long story short. I never fuck with you. I still fucking don't. (laughs) I don't know why the fuck we're doing this. Fuck off! Get out of my house. (laughs) Kind of stuff, but. It was just yeah, it was it was the best of times, it was the worst of times for sure, but it was it was all great in the end. And gave us it definitely gave us shit to talk about. Yeah. And and especially We always had something to oh talk my God. about. Always. I mean, I remember fuck. You remember the time that I got attacked or I almost got attacked by the crackhead lady whenever we linked up that night? Dude, we fucking rolled back like menaces. Yeah. We literally like but I was, remember I remember, dude, I, uh, I was, it's so funny, dude. I was talking to my sisters about that the other night. Cause yeah, I do remember that. Jace, will you go ahead and tell the fucking story? It's your life. So on our, <laughs> on our way to come link up, it was one of the nights where, you know, Aaron was going to meet me halfway at the bleachers. The bleachers, if you don't know, you won't know, but if you do know, you're a real one. Um, the bleachers were our staple in terms of the, this, like a, a good, a good median in a good middle point between the both of us. Yeah. A good halfway point. <coughs> and uh, so we both knew about it. We both, you know, knew exactly where it was and exactly where we'd be meeting up and when. And, you know, again, this is us texting off a of Wi-Fi and like, all right, you sure? Like, you know, you know, let me lock it in. Yeah, and then yeah. once you say it, don't fucking back out because yeah. I'm not walking all the way to your house without you kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, likewise, the other way. Um, and so we had, you know, we locked it in. We locked in all the information and it was fucking what it was like eight eight something that around night. eight so, o'clock yeah, yeah. It, was, it was around it was around eight you know so it was just got time. dark yeah it just got dark and you know our parents you know where my mom was like you know what okay fine all that kind of stuff you know fine get there as quick as you can text me when you get there kind of stuff you know my mom was very much one of those street light moms like whenever that comes on your ass better be inside but yeah. she was also very much like the if you you know i know i know that you know how to handle yourself and that I know, I know you know how to act right, kind of stuff, which I didn't. And why she trusted me, I'll never fucking know. Dude. Why she trusted me, I'll never fucking know. But she was one of those moms. Yeah, you know, yeah. She wasn't. She wasn't. You know, an, a neglecting mother, but she, yeah. was, she was definitely. You know, open, go ahead. Open for me being yeah. the wrong guy. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so you know, I told her I'm like, all right, I'm gonna hang out with her, and it was on a weekend, so it's not like there were any yeah. you know school days or anything that that we had to worry about. But yeah. I fucking started walking down and if you know Janitel Park you you know you know the kind of dumb shit that fucking happens there. Oh my god, you know bro, I mean? the, stories the stories we would hear of that fucking I mean, place. Yeah, the stories that we'd hear of the place. I bet if we went back we'd... tonight we would find the the truth to some of those stories. <laughs> <laughs> but we would I find mean, the origins yeah, that lie I mean, beneath got, the trees. <laughs> you got the fucking you know, you got the crackheads that fucking hang out there. You got some of the shitty druggy kids that fucking go there and they think they're you know the the, the fake game tree. well i mean 
the fake gangbangers who go there and hang out at the fucking they hang benches. out <laughs> they the hang benches out. like they fucking own it and I'm like no they, the they, they reside they always resided under the bridge shit <laughs> 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 real niggas know oh, we man. were under the bridge <laughs> so yeah so they you know it was it was all that kind of shit so basically <laughs> so basically genital park oh. is like is just the fucking the melting pot of some bullshit <laughs> And so one of the one of the bullshit things found me that night, and uh, <laughs> so it's eight o'clock. You know, everyone's nobody's at the park. You know, I, I can see a couple yeah. people on the table. You know, yeah. they're they're doing their own thing. They're minding their own business. <laughs> this dude Chase is just trying to dude, get on. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, literally, Aaron's probably less than less than a quarter mile. Yeah, from I was me. at he's, Safeway. Yeah, you were at Safeway. By the time, time I was like, I was like, he's less than a quarter mile away from me. We're good. Um. And sure enough, this fucking bitch comes sprinting out of the trees. And I mean sprinting. Like, she's fucking... She's laughing. She's going crazy. Like, I, I could have swore I saw something shiny in her hand, which in my head was a knife in that point. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, fuck. Like, in in that moment, I just... I had... What was your no, exact location at Janetel? Were you near the location. park, or were you between the park? No, so you remember the back way. So there, there's a back way. There's this little... You know, walkway that cuts right in the middle of the field. Around the tree that, line. Yeah, that round the tree line that re- leads right up into like this sort of railroad tie stepway. Right. That leads into the neighborhood. Okay. And so, I know where, yeah. Yeah, so I, came, I always came down that way because that was the quickest way, you know, through all that without having to fucking loop all the way around, go yeah. under the street and then go across. Yeah. So that was, that was something that was really, you know, that, that, that was my route. Yeah. And so I'm like, all right, you know, I've, I've ran this a hundred times if I needed to. I know what to do. Yeah. And so that night, I just had an unfortunate run in with a crazy lady. And, I mean, she was fucking, she was cracked out. Like, she was she was on some shit. And she fucking chased me. So what did she look and like? And I mean, I had no idea. Because I, I was fucking running. Like, when I when I turned around and saw her, because I heard cackling through, you know, my fucking g Easy that I was listening to. And I'm sitting there and... Walking and fucking just no, I mean it. And she's over here, I mean it too. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like she was just cracked out because whenever, like, I'm I'm somebody who likes to be perceptive and, you know, someone who doesn't like to be caught off guard. So whenever I'm in places where I know that some bullshit can happen, especially fucking Janitelle Park at night, I'm like, okay, you know, turn the music down to en- enough to where I can, you know, fuck with it and yeah. feel the vibe, but at the same time, I can hear what's going on around yeah. me. Like I said, if we went to tonight, she's probably still she's there. She's probably still there. Either that or somebody <laughs> fucked her ass up, or she fucked somebody up and then got taken away and didn't go to jail, so who fucking knows, but... There's something... Her her legend there. her legend continues with me, yeah. but... Um, so many stories that we have just specifically... In Janitelle. Yeah, in Janitelle. Yeah. That was probably yeah, that was that was definitely the fucking height of it all. Um, but so she starts chasing me, you yeah. know, and we're running across this long ass field. And if you've been to Janitelle before, you know how long that field behind, you know, the actual Janitelle football field is. Right. You know, leading up to the park before that walkway splits it. You know how fucking long that field is. And I was booking it. I mean, I was fucking running my ass off. And I kept running and kept running and Right at about the end of it, you know, you're, you're, you know, the, the field's on your right and you're running past it. And there's this little gateway that separates, you know, that walkway from our school's back parking lot. Yes. And I fucking, I ran and I sprinted through and I just turned around just for a glimpse and she was just standing there. Like she, dead in her track, stopped. 
You know what I mean? Like, like, cause I, I don't know if it was cause she knew that there were cameras on the building or if I had gotten too far for her to where, you know, I started getting to a more popular area and she didn't want to be a part of it, but she just stopped dead in her tracks and she stared, cackled, fucking rant, like sprinted back the way she came. Really? And I'm sitting there and I'm like, like I'm, I'm shaking. I'm scared as shit. Cause I didn't have anything with me. I mean, I had a knife, but it was a fucking shitty ass little bitch knife. I'm like, it was, it was that little, like. First, Jeez. that little first aid knife. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, you know, it's not the worst thing. It's not the worst thing that happened to me for sure. But I was just sitting there. And not, That's something though. It's something. Jesus definitely. fucking Christ, But dude. that had me shook as shit. And so yeah. when I linked up, when I linked up with Aaron, I, like. Yeah, even, you, you know, he, he, he couldn't call me and tell me that this happened. No. So by the time we met up at McDonald's, we met up outside. We sat down at the well, because we were, outside well, because of you were No, because you were on your way. Yeah. And I was waiting at the light because I knew that you would come to the light. Yeah. And so I was, you know, because obviously we're, we're stupid when we're not hooligans. Whenever we caught, whenever we cross fucking Mace Ridge Parkway, we use the lights. Yeah. And so I knew that you were going to come that way because you always came that way. Yeah. And so I'm like, all right, I'm going to wait for him. <laughs> I'm going gonna, gonna yeah, to wait for him here. And then whenever I saw you, I fucking... We, you know, you were heading towards McDonald's, yeah. and that's when I fucking met up with you. Yeah. And I was and just you like, told dude. what happened. And I called, I, I called my mom, and I told her, and my mom uh, didn't, I don't even know. I think we walked the rest of the way, or my mom pulled, picked us up from McDonald's. I, I, I don't know exactly. I don't know, I don't know the specifics. But I remember but I calling that. my mom and telling her what happened, and she was really worried about what the fuck happened. So... Going back to that, though, that how fucking insane is that? You know what I mean? How fucking crazy is that? Especially that that it was that close to home. I'm not going to sleep tonight. (laughs) Just because of that. She could still be out there. Who knows? Bro. Yeah, that that was my (sighs) thing. So. And there was there was no one around. No. Other than the people other than the people at the fucking. Um. Other than the people that were at the benches, but they were all fucking, you know, at the time, they were all the high school kids, and, you know, they would have beat the shit, they would have beat the shit out of me if I, you know, ran out. They're not, you know, they weren't the kids who would defend me or try yeah. to help me out. They'd be like, he went that way. Like, you know, it, it was those kind of, those kind of kids. Who what just a didn't cracked care. out bitch, dude. Dude, it was fucking nuts. Oh my God. And I mean, and I mean, thank God, thank fucking God that I was in boxing at the time and I was conditioned. <laughs> To fucking run, cause that's all we fucking did. It was ran to condition ourselves and get that like, gain that endurance, cause I fucking dusted her ass. How old were we? Fuck, weird. I mean, cause we're middle school, so that's somewhere around like, probably like twelve, thirteen, somewhere around there. Maybe maybe eleven, twelve, something like that. Between between ten and thirteen, that's for sure. But I was like, I don't fuck with this dude, Jace, but I got saved. Yeah, that's saved. That. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, you fucking linked up later that night. Um, you called your mom, told her all of what happened. Um, I'm pretty sure that we, you know, that your mom was like, "Do you need us to come get you?" And then we're like, "No, we're right down the, like, we're right down the street from the house." Because at that point, we called her and we were kind of yeah on our way back. Anyways, you you know how I think though. Mm-hmm. I think to myself, I try to put myself in the mind of people like that and like, what the crackdown chick? Yeah, like, and how yeah. and how you could do that and and what builds up to that. And what's going through their head while they're chasing you. And just the idea of a person that does that. That chases a fucking kid at night. At 8 o'clock at fucking night through a goddamn middle school uh, field. You know what I mean? It's like, 
what the fuck were you doing prior to that? How did your day go that built up to this night? You know, yeah. I think of shit like I mean, that. Yeah, and I mean, the shit, that, the shit that scared me about it is because, you know, obviously you were talking about the stoner tree and all that stuff. Um, there was a lot that happened in that forest that was some bullshit. I remember... Didn't a kid kill himself there? Kid killed himself there. We also found... Um, I don't know if you remember when we found that fucking... No, it wasn't you. It was when I was hanging out with Ryan and Brianna. Hmm. So, at the time, I had a friend. I had a you know, one of my other best friends, Ryan. Him and I had grown up together and all that stuff. Um, and I was hanging out with him and you know a lady that he was entertaining, and uh, we had gone into the you know we gone into the forest. It was during day, so you know obviously that's a lot less scary. All that yeah. stuff. You know you can see something, you can hear stuff, you can yeah. look in that direction and see what's coming at you yeah. from a fucking mile away. So. You know, we were like, okay, we're good, we're safe. And, of course, we were, you know, smoking weed at that time and all that good stuff. So, we were doing that, you know, keeping ourselves busy. And we ended up coming across this squirrel that was cut open, gutted. Like, the guts were literally laying right next to it. Yeah. And it was pinned, like, wide open. Like, how they pin it for surgery and all that shit. Yeah. They, or, or um, not for surgery, but during, like, the, you know... Uh, anatomy classes and all that stuff. Yes. It had it fucking pinned open just like that on a fucking board and then it had pentagrams on it. The fucking blood was smeared, all of that stuff. It was, there's like, there was some shit that fucking happened in that forest. You know, and, and I say forest and it's literally like maybe, what, like a hundred feet side to side? I mean, I don't even know what it looks and like it, now. Yeah, no. You know? But. All the building over land was, that they've been yeah. doing in Fountain. But it's probably still there. Yeah, oh, it definitely is. But even still, there's there's a lot that happened in there. And, you know, good and bad. You know, the, the yeah. good memories of like, oh, when we used to get high with the stoner tree and all that stuff. And the bad memories to where I was getting chased by a crackhead bitch. But you can never put it past anybody who came out of that forest because you never wow, know what the fuck man. was going to happen. Wow. Either they were offering you It's a funny because I think I recall a story. There's a girl that I know that did shit like that well like satanic no i wouldn't say satanic shit maybe she did but i do know for a fact that when she was younger uh, a girl that we both know she killed a lot of animals when in her younger days and i remember she would uh take photos of them and just weird shit you know play with their blood and guts and shit and then do shit like that do shit like that when we were young in middle school a middle school kid doing that. And it makes you wonder to yourself where those people are at now. <laughs> or where the fuck they're gonna be. <laughs> yeah, where they're fucking gonna be, bro. I mean, if anything, this is probably the most interesting part of the, this whole podcast. But, <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, you want to talk about fucking ghost stories, goddamn. Bro, yeah, I was going to say, uh, not ghost stories, but what other, like, for sure, strange occurrences have happened with you with, with people... With people. Or just, yeah, just as events. Yeah. So. Just fucking weird, just weird occurrences that happened or strange coincidences, seeing buddy looking at you a certain way or some yeah. shit like that. So, um, North Carolina, Maggie Valley, which is just about two hours, two hours outside of that, um, Asheville. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's not too far from the big city, but, um, Man, you want to talk about being in the middle of but fuck nowhere? That's exactly. God exact, no, man. Yeah, that's exactly where you are, and so no. you know you got a bunch of, 
you know, uh, and of course, you know, it's it's a very small and connected town. Yeah. So a lot of people, you know, everybody knows everybody. So whenever I came through, there were fucking people that I had no idea, like shop, you know, the, the people who own the shops. And they'd be like, you Mike Dill's little boy, ain't you? Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. Hate, I'm sitting there and I'm like, what the shit. fuck did you just say to me? Yeah. I'm like, how do you know me? So there was always that. But I remember one time, you know, they were, you know, we were sitting there and we had to go get meat from the butcher shop and all that stuff. By the way, have I heard this story? No. No, this this one, this one I, I haven't told really a whole lot. Cause every I day is something new with this guy. Yeah, every day is something new. But... Um, at the time, you know, I was, I was pretty young and, you know, we were still getting our meat from the butcher shop instead of, you know, a newer, um, you know, later on a, a superstore that had opened up. So we were still getting it from a butcher shop and we went to the butcher shop and of course my grandpa knows fucking everybody, everybody knows me somehow. And, um, we were going in there and he's like, you want to see how it's done? I was like, sure, fuck it, why not? God. Dude, he had, his son was autistic. And, I mean, this kid, like, you could tell it was, like, I, I don't know if Your it was just... Your grandpa's kid. No, 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 no. So, the shop owner's kid. Okay. The shop owner's kid was autistic. Because um, he, he, that's what he told me. He's like... And, and his dad was so, you know, just desensitized to the situation. He was like, yeah, he's fucking stupid. Like, that. Yeah. he was, like, literally like that, you know... S in North Carolina. S is in North Carolina. So... <laughs> So, yeah, it was just straight up redneck fucking, I fucked my cousin, this is what happened, <laughs> like, kind of stuff, you know what I mean? And I'm sitting there, and I'm trying to talk, you know, I'm trying to talk to him. He's like, he's like, you can go on and introduce yourself, you know, do what you, you know, do, what you do, all that kind of stuff. Let's see them, them fine Colorado manners, all that kind of stuff. I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, you know, how are you doing? And this kid fucking, I mean, he's just staring at me the whole time that he's fucking axing this fucking, this pig. And I mean, he's like, he's, he's you know tearing up the meat to where it's like almost not sellable and I mean he's fucking just sitting there staring me dead in my eyes just fucking chop 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 just on the fucking thing just constant and I'm holding out my hand I'm like fuck I was like this is where I die like like I mean literally like this and even still I would catch him peeking at me through the fucking cracks of the door because you know how they have like those fucking swing those those uh, uh two way doors it's like it, it, you know, it'll go this way, and then it'll go the. Was other he way. like an old, like a man? A he was. Man he was probably. Point. He was probably like a teenager. Teenager. And, but dude, when I talk, when you want to talk about fucking psychopathic behavior, like this yeah. dude, he was just sitting there stalking me, and then it got to a point, you know, because we were there for a little bit. We were we spent a month in North Carolina, and so yeah. we went there quite often, and. Uh, yeah, he fucking he would just start asking me questions like, "You ever killed a pig?" Like you ever, you know, you ever did it? And this kid was retarded. Yes. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like Down syndrome fucking, you know what I mean? But it was, you know, the kid was obviously had, he had a screw loose. Yeah, obvious fucking Yeah, and that's not to shit on people, you know, with disabilities. I have people with disabilities in my family and before y'all go. Yeah, yeah. You know, shitting on me about it. Even then, it's a comedy podcast. I can, I can, I can recognize it when I see it. And so I was sitting there, I'm like, I'm sitting there like, you know what? Be as nice as you can to the kid. Yeah. You know, you know, be be sensitive to him. But if they act like that, you take the axe from him. I'm I'm like, (laughs) fuck him. (laughs) So, yeah, so he just, but he would ask me about death. Have you seen it? You know, have you, have you done it before? Like, have you, and he's, oh, you know, like you, like you said with, you know, our mutual. Serial uh, killers, bro. person, but they're sitting there. He's like, he's like, man, you know, the first thing I killed was this. And I did that when I was four years old. 
I think the first thing he killed was by strangulation, and he literally got his fucking toothpaste, like, like or not toothpaste, what the fuck am I talking Dental about? floss. The dental floss, and he fucking wrapped it around a squirrel's head and fucking choked it out. Just enough. <laughs> I swear, dude. I'm sitting here, and I'm looking at him while he's telling me this. He's like, no, no, fucking throw it around, and I go, whoop, and I'm like, yo. I'm sitting here looking at this kid like, uh-huh. <laughs> like, How old That's great, huh? At the time, I was probably like fucking... Oh, God, six or seven? Oh, my Maybe. God, dude. And I'm sitting here, and, like, this fucking 15-year-old is telling me about how his first kill at four years... His first body at fucking four years old was a squirrel that he strangled with dental floss. And he's sitting there, and, like, the whole... Like, he, he literally... Because he had the bone from one of the pigs that, he, you know, they had chopped up and he yeah. kicked the bone out of. And he fucking sat there, and he's like, he's like I'll show you. And and already right there, I was like halfway across the room, standing away from him, like, go ahead, yeah, show me. And I was like, I was like, I was like, yeah, show me. I was like, show me, but from there, you know what I mean? Like, don't don't get any closer with that dental floss because I will fuck you up. But he fucking wrapped it around the bone, and I mean, he was just like, he, like you could tell, he was like reliving a moment. You know what I mean? Because he was just, he was just, he like his knuckles were starting to get red, how hard okay. he was pulling in white. Okay. And I'm sitting there, I'm like. This dude is fucking a psychopath. And so I told my pop, I was like, hey, man, I'm just going to go chill out in the truck. Like, let me know when you're ready to go. Because <laughs> I'm not fucking sitting back there with homeboy for another five minutes. I'll fucking either kill him or get killed. Bro. But it was it was, it was was such a fucking terrible thing. And thank God my mom never, you know, I, n- I never told mom because, you know. Ever I, since then? Never been back to North Carolina? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, basically, yeah. honestly, yeah. Other than my grandma's funeral, I've never been back. God, man. So, yeah, and that and that kid's still doing the same goddamn shit. And he actually just got in trouble for killing the neighbor's dog, from what I hear last. Because, mm. you, know, you know, at the end of the day, they don't live in the shop. They go home, and he ended up fucking shooting the neighbor's dog off the porch because he thought it was a bobcat. Cause they get bobcat, you know they get mountain, you know mountain lions up there and all that kind of stuff and bobcats, all that shit. So, dude, uh, because they say with serial killers and people that end up, you know, doing mass murders and shit, they start with animals. Oh yeah, they start with they start with something weak and then they as long as it's taking a life and it's that feeling of domination, that feeling of helplessness, that they can't do anything. They can't. It all starts off with that. It all it's a seed. It starts off with that. And then it escalates to a human life, multiple human lives. Yeah, or multiple, yeah. To where you don't even, you can't even tell the difference between night and day. Death is death. The thing that fucks with me is that they had a meat grinder in there, so he could definitely, if he really wanted to. Yeah. And if he was, you know, capable enough, he could probably do some deep, dark shit. Yeah. And so that's exactly why I stayed the fuck away from him as much as I could. Because that kid was, that kid was a fucking wreck, man. I mean, you know... Yeah, God. And, and, you know, like you said about, you know, wanting to at least, you know, garner an understanding of people in that situation. Yeah. You know, like that's that's the kind of shit I, I just wish I could tap into people's head, you know? Yeah. But at the same time, I'd be afraid of what I'd find and how that would, you know, not necessarily like reflect on me, but the knowledge that I would take with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, especially of experiencing it and experiencing it from their shoes. That's something that always fucked me up. I'm trying to remember, man. If anything, I was a fucked up kid. I was the one who was scaring other kids yeah. when I was younger. I mean, I remember this one time. 
like I said uh, before, and I've told you this, a lot of, I've always had run-ins with the, the cops or just authority around the holiday times to where something happens. Absolutely. And uh, when I was a kid, I'd probably say this was 7th or 8th grade, um, I had a buddy, I had Luis over, I don't know if you remember Luis, oh, yeah. I had him over to stay the night, it was him and his brother actually, and we were all in the basement, it was me, him, his brother, and my brother Jonathan, and uh, we were just chilling, and then we were out in the backyard, it was getting dark out, we were out in the backyard fucking around, doing whatever, just being kids, and then uh, there were these kids in the townhomes across from my house, uh, and if for those of you that don't know, my house, the backyard has this trail behind it. And then there's a field and then there's a whole townhome area. So there were these kids in these townhomes just across the field uh, talking shit. Like, just fuck you. Like, just little. They were little kids. They were either our age or a little bit younger. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were like, fuck you. And and just, just talking shit to one another. You know, <laughs> just kids in a fucking neighborhood. You know, neighborhood against neighborhood type shit. You know, greasers and and and, uh, and socias, and uh, we had BB guns and shit or whatever. Uh, like a like one, we only had one pistol BB gun, and the rest we had were like Nerf guns and water guns and shit. But we had guns, <laughs> and uh, I remember came, if they came over, they were gonna fuck around and find out. <laughs> so here's what happened. So we fucking we grabbed our shit. And we just ran over there being stupid, young, dumb kids. And I remember I had my PSP with me. I don't know. I had it on me, but I don't... I had it on me, you know, and I didn't know I had it on me. And uh, I... I, uh, What's it called? I ran... We ran after these kids. They saw us coming, so they started running. We caught up to them at the tip of their neighborhood, the top of the neighborhood... And, uh, I remember I held the BB gun up to the kid and I said, stop. And he stopped running and I was like, put your fucking hands up. And he put his hands up and his back's facing me. And, uh, and I was like, I I don't remember what I said exactly, but I was like, all right, fucking run little bitch. And I was, and I was like a a middle school kid and the kid starts running. And then, cause we start hearing adults and shit, uh, talking amongst themselves or shouting out for their kids and shit because they heard the commotion so then i tell that kid to run so he runs and then uh we we haul ass back to the house about 30 minutes later the cops are in the field with flashlights looking around and my dad and my mom are like what are they doing and then my dad goes out there in the back on the deck and he's like could i help you and the cop tells him what happened and then my dad's like maybe it was it was our boys so he they come in and they call us up from the basement. We were all in the basement chilling. Call us up from the blaze basement. I remember it was this this big uh this big cop, this big black cop, and the guy was he was not fucking around. And uh he uh he sat us down in the living room and he's like, Alright, be honest. Did you, what did you guys do? Were you involved? What happened, this and that? And my brother, being the Tupac lover that he is <laughs> He's, he hates cops, and he never talks to cops, never associates, never ever tells the truth. He just keeps his fucking mouth shut, doesn't say shit. And, uh, and uh, everybody else felt, fell in line with that. But I, me and Luis were the ones that broke, because we were like, we're not trying to go to jail. So 
<laughs> this is how... I'm too pretty and young, baby. I can't these are life that. lessons for me as a kid that realized, oh, I really ain't shit. I really ain't hard. Because I was like, I broke. I was like, we fucking, we threatened to kill them. <laughs> we threatened to murder their whole family. And I started like, crying, you know, I was a kid. I started crying and shit. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> And the cop was like, you know, I was like, are you going to arrest us? And the cop was like, nah, just don't do it again, you know. Just tell, He was just trying to figure out what was going on. He's like, did you point a fucking gun at the kid? And I was like, no. And he's all like, are you lying to me? And I was like, no, it was my he, it was my PSP. I, I lied. And, uh, and, and the cop said, because the kid said that he saw a light, like it was a gun with a laser light on it. And you know how PSPs have that little beep? That little yeah, red light. Uh-huh. I said, that's what it was. And I showed it to the cop. And he's like, okay. He believed it. And then uh, we were grounded the, for, We were grounded uh, for like weeks. But I remember we snuck out the next day to go apologize to Luis's mom. And she was completely fine with it. So we just hung out the, the, the next day. For the rest of the day, we just went to fucking Safeway, got jaritos, and just chilled. Yeah, of course. <laughs> But it, shit like that, dude, just being a young, dumb, and stupid fucking kid. But I never gutted fucking animals and had goddamn psychological yeah, trauma. Yeah, just go in the just... back and just straight punch a fucking tree. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like dude, I, I fucking, I hear about these stories and I'm just sitting there and I'm like, God damn. You know, and I, and I, you know, recollect on the ones that I've lived through and I'm just sitting there like, wow, these fucking, the fact that I didn't notice it, you know, that I noticed it, but I didn't notice it. Yeah. earlier you know what I mean you're a kid man you don't know shit exactly you don't know shit you don't you don't know better fuck but <laughs> well that that was that was nice man I'm fucking I'm ready to sip my coffee and call it a night but <clears throat> I appreciate it was not expecting to do a podcast no one and, was I expecting to go this long. And uh, <laughs> this is a whole thirty, uh, what a whole hour and a half of shit. Hour and a half. That's fucking crazy. Longest you and I have done. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, sometimes it takes a minute for us to kick into a new gear, and actually fucking talk about interesting shit, even though it's kind of fucked up. But uh, oh, it's extremely fucked up. <laughs> <clears throat> but I appreciate you coming on. Thank you for Thank doing guys. me that, and uh, we'll be getting into that new studio soon. Absolutely. So. It'll be on video, so we have to all actually. All listeners, watch out for that shit. We have to actually dress good and shit, and and look decent on camera. Uh, that's coming real soon. But anyways, I appreciate y'all listening, and have a good night, have a good week, and don't don't kill fucking squirrels. All right, love you guys. I'll see you later. Adios.